Wright and Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike, the future. Abe, oh my gosh, I just forgot his middle name. Uh, Abe Jubadiah Simpson Cohen. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. <laughs> future, future, future you. They say they are saying they can't. They are saying they can't hear you, which means that nobody knows that you are disagreeing with me on the Grandpa Simpson um, bit. So everybody in the comments, before Spike can get his uh, audio back on, can you see him being the future I don't look like Grandpa Simpson there. there Grandpa we go. Simpson. Now, now they can hear me. When I say very clearly that I don't sound like Grandpa Simpson, I'm going to, we're going to pull up a photo of him uh, a little bit later on, and we're going to prove outright that I don't look a thing like Grandpa Simpson. But anyway, um, so th yes, thank you for joining us tonight. Muddy Waters Media Production. Uh, check us out everywhere. All social media platforms. It's not, you don't need to unsee anything. It's not real. It's not it's real. real. It's not it's real. 100 it's, it's real. not real. It's not real. I was, uh, all sitting, there, I was sitting there. <laughs> I look much more like Ned Flanders than I do like like Orville Simpson or uh, uh, Ned or Abe Simpson. Abe. Abe. Abraham Jebediah Simpson. I don't even Abraham look like Jubediah Simpson. Jubediah Simpson. I look like Ned <laughs> Flan. Um, you do not look too. like Ned Flanders. I look more like Ned Flanders than I do like freaking Abe Simpson. That's why you anyway. would in the future. You don't look like that now. And all podcasting platforms. Thank, us, uh, thank you. <laughs> Be sure to share this, like, subscribe, do all the things, all the different things that are on whatever you are listening to or watching us on right now. Be sure to do that right now. And of course, if it is on YouTube, as always, in fact, this is when I check. Nope, my phone's not on silent. No, it is. Okay. Uh, when you go uh, on YouTube, if it's on YouTube, don't just press the subscribe button. Press the bell next to it. Hit the bell because I want your phone to explode with notifications every single time we go live or upload anything. I want you to not miss out on anything. Give the gift of Muddy Waters today by sharing this. Kids love it. Love it. First and foremost, allow me to thank the wonderful and fantastic Benjamin Daniel Morris Chestnut the 37th for the kava that I am drinking on today's episode. And a th and a lot. No, it's not sponsored by Grandpa's Joint 8 Cream. This sh show is not sponsored. <laughs> allow me to thank Le Bleu for this delicious water. See, I already drink nothing but water like elderly people. Bulavanaka. Uh So we have that going for us. Uh, Do you have an onion tied to your to, to your belt? 
No. As was the style at the time. That wasn't, that's never been the style any time that I've been alive. So that's, no, I haven't. Uh, so we are, okay. I don't have to hydrate. See, this is, I. <laughs> so anyway, well, uh. <laughs> It's just completely derailed the show. Okay, actually, let's go ahead and just do this now, because this is not, this is not going to get any better. Okay, here we go. That's a good, that's a good one. All right. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm pulling up a picture of of uh, Grandpa oh, okay. Simpson, of, so of we Grandpa can Simpson. just ha- establish that this is not real. You're all being lied to. Okay, let's just okay. That doesn't look like me. That doesn't look like how turn, I will ever turn look. your turn your head to your left. Keep going. A little bit weird. Yeah. Now nobody watching this right now cannot see the similarities. It's not real. Between the five o'clock shadow, the glasses. The forehead creases, the receding hairline. Well, I can't. The... I mean, everyone has forehead creases. Uh huh. <laughs> the ears. Yeah, that's a good call, Mercedes. The ears. <laughs> no, everyone report and block Mercedes. That doesn't <laughs> look like me. It doesn't look like me. No. And it doesn't look like you now. That's never going to look like me. I would never wear a bolo tie, first of all. So there's one. Boy, I hope you never campaign in Texas. I did campaign in Texas, and that that spurred (laughs) the famous, uh, uh, you think you're a country fan, name this guy, three of this guy's, name this uh, country artist or something like that. Little Nozzle Tav X. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't wearing a bolo. No, you weren't. You were wearing a regular, you were wearing a real tie. But yeah, little nozzle top X. I will literally get hair plugs and LASIK surgery. (laughs) Just to spite all of you people. And and forehead creases, everyone has four. You don't have forehead creases, Matt? Does it look like I have forehead creases? Well, if you do. Me either. Oh, yeah, me either. Forehead creases. So that brings us to I laughed of... I laughed for 15 minutes when I re- made that realization and the person on the other side of that text conversation that I did not include in that because I did not want to sell that person out um said that they would never be able to unsee it and it would just be something that would be part of them forever. Well, that brings us to the <laughs> mud water mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment brought to you by mud water, the most appropriately named sponsor that muddy waters media has ever had. If you woke up today and said, my God, if I never have coffee again, it'll be too soon. I instead want a bunch of things that don't taste good, but they're good for me. And they have one seventh of the cup of caffeine of a cup of coffee. Well, friends, 
Great news. That's exactly what mud water is. Masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, nothing else. You're going to want to add some honey, but it is good for you. One seventh of the cup of coffee, one seventh of the caffeine of a cup of coffee uh, and all of the brown wateriness. Go to muddywatersoffreedom.com slash mud and you can get your starter pack today. Yes, you can. Um, So starting off this week's mud water mushroom coffee replacement cacao rapid fire segment. segment. Is it Kareen? I don't know how to say her. It's is it Kareen? I think it's Kareen Jean-Pierre. I know she's Haitian. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Karen or if it was Kareen. Um, but Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, she has taken over the podium from Jen Saki, uh, because Jen has decided to leave the podium to head on over to MSNBC for an inflated wage job, um, making much more than she actually deserves. Uh, Income inequality. Her... <laughs> She's making... I don't know a male reporter at MSNBC. She's making 70% of what Rachel Maddow makes. Um, (laughs) It's funny because she's not making anywhere near that. Rachel Maddow makes a fortune. Oh, the wage gap strikes again. <laughs> so, uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre has taken over the podium. Uh, has Oh, you already said that. Uh, on her first day, uh, Peter Ducey, uh, who I al- will always think of his father, um, the Greg Ducey? Or... Steve, Stephen? Steven? Steven, no. Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey, yeah. Uh, Steve Ducey. But Peter Ducey uh, asked... Her uh, hard-hitting questions that she didn't know she would be getting for some reason, uh, even though she is the press secretary of the White House, didn't know she'd be asked questions. So here's uh, here's what led to this. Uh, or, or, you know, tough questions, I guess. So uh, I guess that day or the day before, uh, Joe Biden put uh, so out this. The, the tweet came out um, before Saturday. Okay. okay. Because so since it Saturday, a... it's been so since earlier. Saturday, it's been all Buffalo stuff. Yeah, it came out on Friday. Uh, yeah. So earlier, Joe Biden's social media team put out this: "You want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share." Yep. You want to bring down the cost of things? <laughs> Let's increase. The cost of producing the cost. them. That'll definitely work its way down to you, the consumer. <laughs> That's what he said there. Economic. Brought to you by Sprout Social. We're going to charge them more <laughs> so that they will charge less for their goods yes. and services. Brilliant plan. It's part of the underwear gnome strategy of charge people more. Profit. Well, no, less profit. Yeah, yeah. Inflation goes down. Inflation goes down. Yeah. So Peter Ducey, oddly enough, was uh, curious about this. And so he went and asked someone that he thought might have an answer. 
for some reason. Silly, silly man. How does raising taxes on corporations lower the cost of gas, the cost of a used car, the cost of food for everyday Americans? So Prepare yourself. This is... So just get yourself in the mindset of like when you were in school and you got asked to give a report on something and you have no idea what it was about. Okay, go. Well, look, I think we encourage those who have done very well, right, especially those who care about climate change uh, to support a fair ta tax code that doesn't change, that like doesn't that charge manufacturers, you. workers, cops, yeah, she's builders, just, she's just... a higher percentage. Yeah, she's, gonna re she's literally just reading something. Which has nothing to do with it, but I'll, I'll let you go. Manufacturers, workers, cops, builders, a higher percentage cops. of their earnings, that the most fortunate people in our nation, and not let this, this, that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this ex existential problem, if you think about <laughs> that as an example. Ex and to support basic collective problem. bargaining rights as well, right? That's also important. But look, it yeah. is, you know... By not, if, without having a fair tax code, which is what I'm talking about, then all, the, every, like manufacturing workers, cops, you know, it's not fair for them to have to pay cops. higher taxes than the folks that, who are, who are, who are not paying taxes at all. Oh. How does raising, how does raising taxes on the wealthiest corporations bring down inflation? Cops energy collective bargaining agreements inflation goes down fairness <laughs> no she right. never even said inflation she just said fairness fair. fairness right fairness. <laughs> now no i agree and, and we've talked about this i agree that it's not right that the wealthiest pay a lower many of the wealthiest pay a lower percentage of their overall income in taxes it should be zero, as should everyone else's. Yes. And now it's also not fair that, and we'd probably agree, uh, I'll ask her later when she's done with, with this answer, but uh, I think she'd probably agree that we also shouldn't be giving them trillions of dollars in corporate welfare. Or no, I don't know if she'd agree with that. I think she'd just say that over again. But <laughs> she probably... She so she I don't think she would because I think that she would talk about why it's important to give the corporate welfare, and she would say Cops no we need to do this because they have right because uh, many low income areas rely on jobs from those people and those people are protected by cops and that will help the energy sector um, who also gets corporate welfare who and it's synergist yeah synergistic thousand uh, amongst... points of light <laughs> <laughs> thousand points of light thousand points read of light my lips read my lips read my thousand lips. points of light thousand points of light kareem <clears throat> so uh speaking of uh i guess well there's probably a few Abysmal. things here that about yeah it's, it's due to yeah Abysmal performances of, uh, yeah, bad performances due to the abysmal earnings report so far this year over at Netflix. They've announced uh, they're going to lay off or they've laid off uh, 150 people uh, last week uh, with plans to lay off more in the coming weeks. Yeah, but do you know who's not getting laid off? Mm. That's right, this guy. Mm. Wow.
I wonder how many of the people who left their job doing things at Netflix to go outside during, I guess, their lunch break and wave signs saying cancel Chappelle are now feeling awful it canceled themselves. Yes. Um, instead of, uh, instead of being fired, Chappelle is actually coming out with another special, which I'm certain that basically everybody knows, uh, because we all heard about it three weeks ago, two weeks ago. I don't remember when that was. Yeah. Like two, uh, yeah, two weeks because, ago. Yeah. It was like two, three weeks ago, uh, because somebody tried to attack him on stage. Well, somebody, I, would say they successfully attacked him and then successfully, successfully got their arm him. broken yes um oh they succeeded at many things but one of them they did successfully attack him uh but not so much the um not being beaten half to death and then sent to the hospital thanks to buster rhymes right was it buster rhymes buster rhymes and jamie fox yes I knew, I knew, so I knew Jamie Foxx. I didn't know Buster Rhymes was there. Yeah, now who knew? You know, you got your, your zombie apocalypse team that you're setting up, and you can only pick rappers and R&B artists. I do think I would have picked Buster Rhymes as one of the people on my team, just because he's a big guy and he's pretty tough. Not sure I would have picked Jamie Foxx wearing a sheriff's hat. No, no. I'm going to make a reference and I might be making the wrong re- reference, but does that mean that Busta had him all in check? Is that Busta? Yes, that was Busta. Yes. Okay. Good job. <laughs> you Thanks. successfully made a hip hop joke. Yes. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Now, speaking of getting beaten. Um... <laughs> wow. Yes. Speaking of getting beaten. Uh, I'm not going to finish the notes on those because I forgot to do those today. Madison yeah. Cawthorn got beaten last night uh, in his primary to for re-election in the North Carolina congressional race. Um, this comes after he, as we reported, reported uh, he he outed the Republican Congress for having orgies and cocaine-fueled parties, and they got mad at him and started a drip campaign of him in precarious situations yes is the best way we can put that yes including <laughs> oh yeah right in, in including things that if we were to show them on this show mm-hmm. we would be demonetized and taken off of youtube immediately yes possibly photos from a cocaine fueled orgy we very possibly we don't know uh, very possibly don't know but anyway what we do know is he's not going to uh get reelected because he lost his primary and immediately announced that he was uh he had an he had congratulated uh, the guy who beat him and that everyone he actually did that before him. they called the race wow so then they already controlled he, his social he, media then yeah, he he conceded before they uh, before they called the race. Interesting. So, yeah, it, it like it was like twenty minutes or thirty minutes, but he was just like, just concede, I'm out. 
So now he is free to go to all the cocaine-fueled same-sex orgies that he wants to and not worry about whether or not he will get reelected. Well, good for him. I'm proud of him, unless, and that will definitely free things up. he runs as a Democrat. That would be, you want to talk about a plot twist. He goes, wait, 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 wait. now I'm a Democrat. And I'm going to be a caricature of a Democrat now instead of being a caricature of a Republican. Which will allow me to continue wearing some of the stuff you've seen in these photos recently. Anyway. Uh, so. I don't know if wearing is the right term for some of that. Uh so we have a big announcement to make to everyone. Yes. Due to both of our work schedules um, with Spike traveling all over the place for You Are the Power and um, other things, um, and my work schedule with everything that I've been working on, family schedules, we are going to be reformatting Muddied Waters of Freedom. Um, yes. th and this has been a long time coming and uh, we sat down and we had a meeting, we had a couple of meetings over the last couple of weeks to uh, kind yeah. of figure out and nail down what it is that we wanted to do. But yeah. initially, one of the goals that we had and still have and still have is that we wanted to make sure that we were delivering a high quality program with good information being released consistently. And recently it's been like the triangle of good, fast good, fast, and cheap, where you can get two. And we were only getting two. Like, it was either consistent, but it wasn't great uh, yep. quality. Uh, like, we'll have audio problems, or we'll have, uh, you know, video problems or streaming issues. Um, yep. Or we were, we were releasing it, but it wasn't consistent, but it was good. everything. The content was great, because the content's normally great. Yep. Um, and the quality was great, but it wasn't consistent. Um, yep. And so we had to figure out a way to ensure that what we were delivering to you, our audience, was going to be the best quality product with the same content and still releasing um, and still releasing uh, everything consistently. So we've come to get like we've figured out a plan that we think will work um, and we're going to try it out for the next i don't know six months or so yeah, yeah. we're so, gonna try it out so for a while yeah so we're gonna try it out and instead of doing one uh two hour show or hour and a half two hour show uh instead you're going to be able to uh hear or watch depending on how you consume this show two separate but shorter shows so probably anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes long shows two shows a week uh, and then for those of you who are subscribers, and of course you can become a subscriber by going to, where is it, anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe and becoming a subscriber today. If you are a subscriber, you will get a third uh, uh, segment or a third episode that will only be for subscribers every single week. So if you are one of our wonderful free listeners who don't give us any money you will get uh two programs a, two a week uh two episodes a week uh and then if you are uh you if you are a subscriber you will get a special third one too every single week um and uh the we are going yeah. that we believe that will give you better quality content 
uh, and the, the content itself is going to be just as good, if not better. Um, and instead of a, a, some have described it as hard to digest two hour program, uh, we'll be breaking it up, giving you more palatable, shorter programming for you to watch at your leisure. Now, one of the things that uh, for our subscribers, um, one of the things that we have been doing is the muddied Zoom, and we're going to be doing yes. the muddied Zoom tomorrow. So yes. don't worry about that. But the muddied Zoom is happening tomorrow. The email is going to be going out later. Um, and one of the things that we are going to have to get rid of because of our travel schedules and our work schedules is the muddied Zoom. But, yeah. bec but we are going to be... Uh, alternating that with more content that you'll be able to get every every week as opposed to occasionally you get exclusive content plus the muddy zoom instead you're going to be getting exclusive content every single week and um every once in a while we don't know how often we don't know when um we will be doing the muddy zoom on occasion but it'll probably be special event kind of things yeah um yeah so yeah, we will we, we will we, sometimes we will probably do muddy zoom occasionally also for those who are saying oh but i like the live program i like being able to interact with you guys live first of all one of us will usually be on the when it gets uh uh when it gets broadcast we'll be in the comments uh live quote unquote when it's being broadcast to everyone but also we are still going to occasionally maybe once a month or something like that do a like a live hangout type of session uh we're deciding whether that's going to be a public thing for everyone to see or just in for those that are in the facebook group or just for subscribers we're figuring out exactly how we're going to do that but the idea is we still want to build that community and have you know that live content uh with people uh, it's just as an ongoing thing, it would be better for us to deliver a consistent program that's more palatable and, you know, doesn't have the, some of the production problems we have. Because what we're going with right now is one of us is producing the show while we're live. I'm the one producing it usually. Sometimes it's Matt. So if there's an audio problem, it's because while we're doing the show something's happening and we got to deal with it we don't have a producer on it with this we'll be able to have a producer we'll be able to give you something that's already been sculpted and you know perfectly assembled and you just get to enjoy it so that's what we're going to be yeah. doing. and so there's there is going to be a change it's going to be a little bit different but in the end you will be able to uh you'll you'll get the same amount of content more or less um, yep. And if you're a subscriber and you are uh, on Spotify, you can watch all of the videos right there on your phone uh, if you're a subscriber. So you'll just be able to watch all of the videos, um, even the videos of the subscriber only stuff. Uh, if you are not a subscriber, then you can listen to it. Yep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Well, you'll actually be, probably be getting a little bit more content than you've been getting. But so we are committed to give you nothing but the best. And this was the best way to do that. And we hope that you enjoy it. We're very excited to start presenting it. And uh, we will be doing that very, uh, very soon. So something that is not going away, it will be going with us to the new way that we're doing this is, of course, the Personal Injury Attorney, Chris Reynolds, Attorney at Law, Anchor Call-In Moment, brought to you, oddly enough, by Personal Injury Attorney, Chris Reynolds, Attorney at Law. If you are damaged... <laughs> if... <laughs> I feel 
like that was an Amber Heard joke right there. And no. <laughs> oh, if you are injured, not damaged. <laughs> if you are injured in the state of Florida, not Virginia, in the state of Florida, and you find yourself personally injured and you think, my goodness, I could use a lot of money for my personal injury. Well, friends, contact personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, at chrisreynoldslaw.com. And this man right here, if you're watching the video, you're seeing the smiling face personage of uh, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, the your personal injury attorney. Uh, and if you're not, I am describing him to you. Um, then you contact him at chrisreynoldslaw.com and he will get you stupid, stupid, stupid stacks of money. Just big old stacks of money. So we have. I did not listen huh? to it. I don't know if we have any, but I didn't. Listen oh, we to don't any. have any. Well, see, this is a perfect example of what happens live. So when it's live, we say, hey, we're going to be playing the new stuff from Chris Robert, but we're not because it's. Right. Um, but still go to Chris Reynolds. Me. Now, since we have more time, we do have more time. This is a good time to talk about the rest of our sponsors, which we will do right now. The Gravy King. Oh, I mean, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. The fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. Go to the Facebook group, Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, uh, or go to MuddyWatersMedia.com and press the store button to get some sweet-ass Waffle House Caucus swag. The Gravy King. Defy the power. Yeah, app. Still happening. Defy the power and stitches and glitches. Uh, did you get tumblers? They make tumblers, the best tumblers you'll ever get. Why? How good are they? Well, go to stitches and glitches or defythepower.com to find out today. It has free customization. Be sure to get that immediately. And also be sure to support Bull Johnson. Travis Bull Johnson is running for Congress, Minnesota's 7th Congressional District. He's there to fight the power. He's running as an independent. Recently, uh, endorsed by the libertarian party of minnesota he is a libertarian and uh, if you'd like to be a part of it go and follow bull johnson travis bull johnson today and then finally if you follow my social media the spike cohen social media you will know that we recently launched something very exciting and this is what it is and we'd love for you to join us we have been scammed we have been robbed, not just of our money, but of our freedom and of our power. It was taken by a small handful of narcissistic psychopaths. And it's time to take it back. But we've got to turn the power back on. We do best when we are most free. It's time to fight for that freedom. It's time to end the lesser evil scam. It's time to beat these monsters at their own rigged game. In the past two years, I've been blessed to travel across America, meet tens of thousands of incredible people, feed the less fortunate, hold corrupt governments accountable, train candidates and activists, and work with anyone who's willing to fight. And at every turn, I heard the same thing over and over. They're worried about COVID-19, the mandates, healthcare, housing, education, the future that they're leaving behind for their children. They were worried 
because things just keep getting worse. But when I met them where they were, showed them we cared, and explained to them the causes, effects, and solutions to get us out of this mess, I saw something change in their eyes. I saw hope. We have the solutions. We just need to live them out and invite everyone else to join. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to be leaders and solve problems in our communities. We're going to make headlines and get the kind of attention that spreads our message. We're going to build a culture of winning, getting candidates elected like never before. We're going to empower our neighbors to join us in this fight. We're going to win the public debate and change the culture. We're going to awaken the sleeping giant. We are going to set the world free. When we realize our power, no one can stop us. Two years ago, this journey began. The next step begins right now with you. I'm Spike Cohen. You are the power. And together, we're about to change everything. So we've been working on this for over a year now. We are ready to launch it, and we hope that you join us. If you want to find out more, become a member today. Go to youarethepower.net, and those are our sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, there is no good segue for this topic. We're just going to go. I legitimately, so this isn't on our show notes, but for anybody who knows what I'm talking about, you'll know immediately. Uh, A video was put out by Fort Bragg Airborne Unit, um, Mm. and it was a PSYOP uh, commercial, essentially. I I don't know how else to explain what that was, but um, when... I watched it when I watched it. I thought about including it in the notes today and like doing a segment on it, but uh, there were other things that I wanted to cover and not take up too much time talking about silly things. The government spends money on um, more so than we already do. Uh, But when I watched the video, my first thought, my very first thought was, is Dan Smots working for the state? Because it looks like a, yes, it, it looks like something he would have made. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's. I wanted to. I I wrestled with whether to just put it on the like for us to play it and just so it say we wouldn't even have to put it in the notes. Just be like, look at this insanity. But I think we'd get a copyright strike because from the government. I don't. So I don't think. I don't think we would. Uh, I was looking into that first, and. Uh, like they would let you download it and show it wherever you wanted. Um, Do you want me to download it? No. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my afraid. So, do you remember when you were a kid and your parents maybe only my parents did this, but I I think other people's parents. Your parents would tell you you can't listen to like rock music because it has backwards masking in it and it'll make you like yes. it tells you to like kill yourself or worship Satan. And so then like right. when you're at your friend's house and they're playing MTV, you start panicking and like running away because you don't want to be told to kill yourself or worship Satan. Up until that last part. Oh. Like I didn't run away. I was like, yeah, let's hear this. I want to know what it's like to want to kill myself. And then I I turned turned 13. Um. Yeah, well, so eventually my parents, it was actually my dad. He had to admit that like that's not on MTV. Real. 
it, it was in records for the Beatles or something like I don't know. Anyway, so uh, well, yeah. If you played the White Album backwards, Revolution Number Nine, I think Revolution Number Nine. If you played that backwards, it said, uh, "Turn me on, Dead Man." That's not what I was told. I was told that it says, "Kill yourself and or worship okay. Satan." Like you had an option. You could worship. No, if Satan you play um, or kill yourself. If you play uh, My Name Is by Eminem backwards, it says I'm Eminem. None of these things are scary. These I was told very, very frightening things. Well, yeah, that's because, uh, so, like, And that for some kiss. reason you'd want to. Because, like, if it's backwards, your brain's like, oh, your I'm brain's hearing like, it backwards. Oh, there it is. Right. Therefore, I have to do the thing. I, it didn't say like, it made sense. The band, was like, fine. the band Kiss was, like, the epitome of, uh, of, terrifi- of terrifying for parents. Like, they were just like, oh, my God, like, th- this band is awful. And yeah. now you hear them, it's like, ah, what a rock and roll yeah, it's night. Like, it's and it's like, this, like, is, this is what was considered yeah. evil. And they were like... Kiss stands for knights in Satan's service, and if you play their music backwards, it tells you to kill yourself. And it's the guys that are dressed up like a cat, and yeah. the he the wants you to kill yourself. Things? So, and it's like the most like like the music is like you know like upbeat and cheery, but really they're telling you kill yourself because that's how we're gonna sell albums is everyone <laughs> listening to this killing themselves. Uh-uh wanna rock and roll all night and party every day so anyway the point of all this is i'm afraid that's going to happen if i play this army video yes like i i legitimately think this army video wants you to worship satan and or kill yourself (laughs) it is it is the most bizarre witchcrafty thing i have seen it looked for it any of my like movie buffs out there, for any for any of my movie buffs out there, uh, if you know the studio A twenty four, they made like The Witch and um, uh, The Lighthouse and uh, other really great movies that I can't think of the name of right now. Uh, it looks like something they would have produced and put out as a uh, film, a short film, and the army just went, "We're taking that, and we're, we're taking that, put that." Up. Just and just at the end, out. we're putting join the army, like after right. that shit. So, <laughs> <It's the> <laughs> so hey, did you like that? Then you're going to love the army. This army is just like that shit you just saw. Same it's thing. So weird. Same so energy. Weird. I don't. I don't get the it. The guy painting his face like a clown in the middle of it. And then it's like cuts the trees and people are flashing. And it's just like, what is happening in this video? Yeah. That video, Honestly, it's my favorite thing the government's ever put out. <laughs> I think that video was made to like set off like the the mental trigger for the Manchurian candidate. So whoever is going to be the next Republican nominee is probably was was triggered by that thing. It's probably <laughs> Madison Cawthorn, and he's now going to romp his way all the way to the White House so that he can. I would say, I would say, roll the, still. Romping, you can romp in a chair. He says, "I want to romp and roll all night." (laughs) 
So there were three mass shootings in the last week. <laughs> and if you can, wait, that's not funny. It's not funny. That is not funny. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. I'm good. There were three mass shootings. Bad news, everyone. There were three mass shootings in the last week, and if you can name uh, all three, good on you. Most can name one. Informed can name two. Masochists like me can name all three. <laughs> because wow. I read the news. I only saw the two, Every- yeah. Yeah, um, there are actually more. By the time that I wrote these notes, like I knew that there were three like over the weekend. And then by the time I wrote these notes, there was more. Uh, but Buffalo, as we all know, saw an 18-year-old walk into a mall and shoot 13 people, killing 10. Uh, Orange County, California, saw a 68-year-old uh, and accused of shooting six people at the Irvine Taiwanese Presbyterian Church. And Dallas saw a 36-year-old shoot up a nail salon, injuring three. Now, all of these are travesties, obviously. Like, at no point do we... Yes. I I misread that. Yes, they are travesties. Okay. Um, I have no idea. And our heart, like you, in our, and our hearts go out to the victims and their families, um, yes. because at no point should this be a thing that really, this should not be something that we are dealing with. Of course, at no point. Um, but it took absolutely no time for people to section themselves off and suddenly. Uh, You had the thoughts and prayers people and then you had the we need to get rid of guns get rid of high capacity magazines we need to uh, increase uh, gun regulations uh like and it got sectioned off quickly and there have been new talking points in the gun control debate that have kind of been there but now they're really starting to ramp up and the main ones are the great replacement theory and white supremacy now The great replacement theory is that immigrants and uh, people of color coming to America and they will eventually overtake uh, white people in numbers. And yeah, yeah, (laughs) probably going to happen because, you know, you can date and marry outside of your race. So cool all right like you're just gonna get you're just gonna get eventually you're just gonna gonna get a bunch of uh mixed race babies that eventually it it won't matter anymore and cool across the board not just across yeah across the board it's not just white people are being replaced with biracial and multiracial people everyone everyone right exactly everyone like everyone 
everyone. No. Also, a little bit of a side note. So white people are actually mixed race if you use the definition of race from like 200 years ago. The vast majority of white people are like some mix of Irish and Scottish and French and uh, uh, Scandinavian and German and, and Anglo-Saxon and, and you know, uh, Eastern European and, you know, uh, and, and then maybe even some other things that, you know, are, are outside of Europe, but you can't really tell because they're most like me, like where they're mostly European, but have other stuff that you can't see, like Hebrew and Egyptian. That's mixed race, quote unquote. But most people would look at me and say, you're a white guy. So this is already a thing. Anyway, yeah. So over the last few weeks, Biden has been attempting to reshape the narrative going into the midterm because uh, when you have record gas prices, inflation that's the worst in 40 years and uh, abysmal pullout from Afghanistan and uh, yes. so many other things going wrong, stock market yeah. tanking, you know, all that kind of stuff. You need to reshape the, you need to reshape the narrative before the midterms hit. And uh, he's been going out and saying things like MAGA is the most dangerous political movement in history. Which it's not. It's not. I don't like them. I don't like most of them. Some, like, I like some of them. I think they're great. But I think they're great people. But uh, The yeah, most dangerous political movement in history? He said that, yeah. No, he said that. Because there are a couple others that <laughs> were pretty rough. He may have said American history. I, I didn't fact check that when I wrote it. Even these. still. Even so, but I didn't want people to jump to the Nazis. And I'm like, oh, he may have said American history. But still, yes, you are right. There are definitely worse. There are yeah. definitely worse. Uh, and then he upped the ante. Uh, and started calling them ultra MAGA because he is the, well, his speechwriters are the most original people on the face of the planet. I know when I want to uh, brand my opponents as being negative, I add ultra to their phrase, thereby making it sound like way cooler. They should have, instead of ultra, gone with like turbo MAGA or totally tubular maga when and i know like i know that many podcasters and news people have said this uh you know more of the right-wing newscasters have said this already yeah, yeah. but like why wouldn't you just go with magatron oh like that right like that 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 makes the most sense to me go with magatron and then you're you you have the evil of Megatron, and it makes it seem bigger than it actually is. And yeah. man, you really missed. I mean, it still sounds kind of cool though. Like, mm. there's a way to brand them without making them sound cool. Like Ultra Maga, like, and then Donald Trump's already been like, yeah, we were we want ultra low taxes and ultra you know prosperity and ultra freedom like they, they they they're selling ultra maga shirts already like it's it's what a terrible terrible thing now right he's moved on from that terrible rebranding attempt uh and he's now saying that white supremacy is a poison which by the way 
that's not like breaking political theory like that's pretty much the standard you're gonna be hard-pressed to find someone who's like yes white supremacy is good so anyway he's calling and, it a poison go ahead and and to be fair when he says white supremacy is poison after branding maga as the most dangerous political movement in history and calling them ultra maga really he's just repeating himself at this point to the left because the left's like yes. oh yeah because they all consider MAGA to be white supremacists and they think they're yes. poison. So he's just like, oh yeah, he's repeating himself at this point. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Democrats as a whole, as the party, teed off on GOP leadership Tuesday morning, um, three days after the shooting in Buffalo, saying Republicans have not only embraced the racist conspiracy theory, uh, known as replacement theory, that inspired the gunmen but they've made it central to the GOP brand. It's anti-Semitic, it is racist, it is very destructive, and it is a pillar of the current GOP. Uh, Representative Catherine Clark out of Massachusetts uh, told reporters in the Capitol. Now, I don't know how many people got a good look at the buffalo shooters manifesto because it was not long but that guy was anti-semitic that dude was real anti-semitic he would not have been a fan of my co-host or my fiance are we still pretending that republicans are anti-semitic like i'm not a republican and i'm not I'm not a fan of, I'm certainly not a fan of Republican policies or conservative, but like, are we still doing this? Like, I, I'm not, I, I, are there anti-Semitic Republicans? Absolutely. I'm not saying that there are anti-Semitic people in it, but like, as a whole, are we still like the Republican party bends over backwards to give the, yeah. uh, uh, the authoritarian occupational army of Israel, whatever it wants in order to not seem anti-Semitic and, it, there are high-ranking Jewish people throughout the Republican Party. Donald Trump's daughter is Jewish. In fact, you know the difference between Donald Trump and a progressive Jew? Donald Trump has Jewish grandkids. So I'm having... <laughs> like... <laughs> like, I, I don't... <laughs> just... Like, is this, we're still doing this? Like, I, I don't, I don't, yeah. there's so many things to criticize the Republican Party for, that they're anti-Semitic. Is that what we're doing? I do. I, I get, like, and it, it makes no sense to me that the Democrats are trying, to, they're, they're attempting to paint the, the Republicans, their main rival party, as horrendous racists. Yep. In the same month that you banned menthol cigarettes to protect black people because they can't make those decisions on their own, and your yep. treasury secretary says it's usually low income and often black who aren't in a position to care for children, so Roe vs. Wade shouldn't be overturned. Wow, Margaret Sanger being channeled there. Yeah, J Janet Yellen and Margaret Sanger had a lot in common with that sentence. Holy um, crap. But... You know, like, obviously, I'm not going to say that all Republicans aren't racist because no, can't say it. 
I absolutely can't say it. However, when you have those things going on, uh, you this is the party that is so against voter ID because they don't think that minorities can figure out how to get IDs. It you can, you have a look on your face of blankness. No, I was just I was reading ahead to the thing because this is what I was about oh. to say anyway. Okay, um, <laughs> so it's like you have a party, you have two parties. Both of them are going to have racist people in there. You can't paint one as racist and the other is not because yep. both of them yep. have it. Yep. Uh, but this is this is what they're going to be hanging their hats on in November. This, I mean, this and abortion, which is for low income people and often black according to janet yellen not me wow man i I, a side note here if you want to hear a racist argument for abortion just find a mainstream democrat i mean i'm not again not playing the all democrats are racist or any of that's like i'm not saying either party like again there are racists in every party and everything else but like especially older Democrats will straight up just say something like, well, you know, blacks can't take care of their kids. So that's, they got to be able to abort them. That's, I mean, that's the whole thing about uh, voter ID law. Their, their excuse on voter ID law is yep. uh, they're like blacks, minorities, can't get IDs. Black, blacks yep. can't figure out how to get IDs. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, that is, that is unbelievably racist. Yeah. That is unbelievable because I absolutely believe they know where the DMV is. I think and they have figured out how to get there. Most of the people that work at the DMV are black. Like, I, this is not like what, why? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, the reason that most people outside of our very intelligent audience. Yes. Uh, you, of course. Can't name. Yeah. Uh, can't name another shooting in the last few days other than buffalo is because the others don't fit the narrative the ms uh the mainstream media and democrats are trying to push orange county as we all know buffalo was committed by a white guy uh young guy like 18 um orange county shooting was conducted by an asian man on asians and the dallas shooting was committed by an african-american against asians Those don't fit the narrative. Although if you're reading about these shootings uh, congruent with each other in one article, they'll say most of them targeted minorities and people of color, but they don't tell you who the shooters are in 66% of them. Yeah. But that doesn't keep the president from saying what happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism, terrorism, domestic terrorism, violence inflicted in service of hate, and the vicious thirst of power that defines one group of being inherently, uh, sorry, defines one group of being inherently inferior to any other group. But he's only saying that about Buffalo. He's not saying that about the other. uh, Yeah, about Orange County or about Dallas. So many on the media have actually blamed 
sorry, many in politics have blamed uh, the media, social media, the internet, things like that, for radicalizing people like the kid in Buffalo, who I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give him any press other than the kid in Buffalo. And I call yeah. him a kid because he's 18. Um, which, if you've read his manifesto, if you've seen his manifesto, he actually refers to himself as being radicalized. And he said that the internet radicalized me. And I have read many a manifesto in my life, starting with the Unabomber and going on from there. And at no point has anybody referred to themselves as radicalized. So I find it weird that that was the turn of phrase that he used. Yeah. That is very weird. Right? Like, yeah. He may just be an 18-year-old kid saying the things that he he thinks you're supposed to say. Right. But, and, like, we, most of it was ripped off from the guy in New Zealand that shot up the mosque, what was that, two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, two, three, three, four years ago, something like that. Oh, so right. he basically copy-pasted the New Zealand shooter. Right. But then he uh, threw in his own things about how the internet radicalized him, which makes me question it. Um, not that, like, I, I believe he did it. I just, the yeah, yeah, no, you're not saying it's a false flag. You're just saying something sounds off about it. Yeah. Right. And then he thought it sounded right. And I, I it just, it hit me wrong. It hit me yeah. wrong when I read it. Yeah. But it, here's the thing. Let's say it's all as it appears. This kid got radicalized on the internet, became racist, anti-Semitic, decided to kill a bunch of people. That's an absolute travesty. It is terrible. Um, gun control would have done absolutely nothing to stop it. Um, but it would have been, it, it's terrible. Uh, and we should try to find people who are becoming radicalized and try to unradicalize, de-radicalize, or prevent them from being radicalized so that this type of stuff doesn't happen. That's not going to come from trying to censor people from getting information. Just the opposite. The more information is out there, the more you can find the people that are being drawn to certain types of information and try to keep an eye on, on them and all of that. But the I don't know as much about the third shooting, uh, the one of the, the, the black man who, who shot Asians. So I don't know much about that. But I do know about the one with the Chinese man who shot the Taiwanese people. And it's interesting that that's not being talked about. Because the one with the Chinese man uh, shot the Taiwanese people uh, was a story of he was actually a landlord who was attacked by a tenant who ended up suffering brain injury. His mental health declined very quickly Quickly after that, started having bouts of violent outbursts and, uh, and, and cognitive loss. His wife leaves him. Everything starts falling apart in his life. Uh, he apparently was blaming this on Taiwanese people, and he ended up going to a, um, a church and a Taiwanese church uh, locking uh, the doors or uh, chaining the doors and then opening fire. And a man, and I, I don't know his name offhand. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Uh, um, um, uh, he was very heroic. That's why I'm looking his name up. Um, oh. I thought you were looking up the uh, shooter and I was like, no, no, no. The, 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 uh, no, uh, Dr. John Cheng literally tackled this guy put himself in the line of fire and was able to help subdue him with the help of others uh taking most of the fire himself uh he ended up dying but thankfully no one else died uh, as a result of his heroism so dr jo john Ch uh, chang is the exact kind of person 
uh, that the more the type of people we need in this world. But the point of that is the reason that Joe Biden hasn't talked about it, the reason we haven't heard about it nearly as much on social media as we have about the Buffalo shooting is it doesn't fit the government and corporate media narrative that the only way to stop evil white that for, that shootings are a result of white racist violence and the only way to stop white racist violence is gun control even though neither one of those are true right shootings happen yeah. because um, of people being violent it has nothing to do with just one race over another in fact if you want to get into the demographic demographics behind both shooters and their victims uh suddenly that narrative goes away uh and then also uh gun control does nothing to stop violence the areas that have the most gun control in the u.s are the areas that have the most gun violence and and the kid that's in the kid that was in buffalo he had been checked like he had been reported and he'd been checked out by the fbi and they didn't do anything because they're like nope nothing to worry about here let him go and then he did the guy in uh the guy in dallas um he didn't get caught when it happened he didn't kill anybody he injured three people but he didn't kill anybody um and it turned out that apparently he dated an asian woman who did him wrong and he decided that he hated asians from then on and his girlfriend said that yes he has a problem with asian women or he has a problem with asians so i'm not surprised that he did this so did hate was hate involved in that yes it was yes. Uh, is hate a terrible thing yes it is can you stop hate no you cannot uh what you can do is have an armed populace that can fight back because as scott henry says gun control causes shootings because that leads to a more unarmed populace you know we talk about it all the time on this show uh gun free zone or an area that doesn't have guns just means more fish in a larger barrel that's all that means and it means more mass shootings um so uh yeah so, it, it's, um, it's very I, go ahead i saw somebody in the comments say that he said something about being a left-wing authoritarian is authoritarian in his manifesto and I don't know if he actually used the word authoritarian in the manifesto. I don't remember off the top of my head, but he does refer to himself as left wing. And he was much more of a socialist communist mindset. So yeah, he was more of a uh, left wing authoritarian. Um, and he just was like, nope, I don't want to deplete the bloodlines, I guess is the best way to put that and i'm just going to do what i can here and it, like but the fact that he he live streamed it on twitch he live streamed it on twitch he was going for likes he was going for clicks he wanted to become famous i don't think he I don't know if he believed what he actually is saying he believed or if he just wanted to become famous like the guy in New Zealand. It could possibly have been that. It could have possibly been that. Well, he definitely got his wish. Not here, though, because we're not going to say his name and, and we're going to say that we don't need to have destructive policy I have changes done so as a well, result of I don't even know his name. I don't either. I don't either. I just I, I intentionally like don't learn the names of these shooters. I try to learn yep. the names of if there was a hero involved, 
uh, or, you know, victims and things like that. I think the less we talk about these people, the less copycatting we get. We should be promoting the heroes, the people that fought back, the people that shot back, the people that tackled the shooter, the people that helped people get away. That's who we should talk about um, so that instead of copycat shootings, we have copycat heroism. That's what I think. Joe Hanoush said he apparently was going to kill himself, but didn't. But do you know who did? Vicky White, the prison guard from, I want to say, Alabama. Yes. Is that in the notes? No. Oh. I just <laughs> like, thought of it when he said kill this. himself. Um, ah, Vicky White did kill herself. She did kill herself, yes. Uh, after nuts. helping, she was one day from retirement and helped that guy escape prison. No, that on... was her retirement day. She was leaving oh, was that her retirement to day? never come back. Yeah. Well, she had to tran. She was doing the transport. Yeah, she left to do the. That was she was not doing. She left, and that that was her day. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought she had one day after that, but yeah, she uh... said that was that was her day because she was not. She knew that she had to do with that day because day, day she wasn't coming back. Vicky White retirement. You might be right. Now I'm curious. Fired losing pension. Yeah, she uh, ended up going on the lam with this guy who obviously he was thinking, I get out of prison for a little while. If they catch us, I just go back. And she didn't think it out at all. No. And then she woke up. She she woke up uh, having to run from the police, and then when they wrecked their car, she said, "Well, I'm not going to jail." And she like bought multiple vehicles so that they could escape. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that that one was crazy. That's going to be a movie of the week real soon, or it's going to be like a Hulu. Uh, it's going to be a Hulu special in the next six months. I just, I, it, it, that is insane. It's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It is wild. It is it absolutely is crazy. Wild. So last parting advice for all of our listeners, do not, and watchers, do not do any of that. Just don't do it. But you know what you can do? You know what you can do? Much better use of your money and you don't have to die. You can go right now to anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe. And if you'd like, you can sell your house for $235,000 and just give it to us, $10 at a month at a time. Matt, soon so- to have so much more content. Yeah, soon to have so much more content. We are going to do one last parting muddy Zoom tomorrow at 8 p.m. So if you're a subscriber, uh, join or sign. Uh, get, wait for your email. And if you want to get on the last muddy Zoom, you got to go and become a subscriber to Anchor to be a part of it. And then after that, you'll be getting, uh, you'll do the the last muddy Zoom tomorrow. And then from then on, we'll be doing weekly uh, weekly content just for subscribers. It's going to be really really cool. Uh, and really really looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, yeah. So Matt, if someone were to try to find us on the internet, is that possible? And if so, how? It is possible. 
God, are we still going to do this in the non-live? Like, when would we do it? This usually takes five minutes. We're trying to keep time. We're gonna. That's going to be the subscriber-only content. Is that <laughs> ASMR? It's segment. just going to be us doing this. ASMR, yeah. ASMR, cool. Um, <laughs> you can find us. You can find us on all your favorite social media, uh, all your favorite social media sites. And um, if you are one of those old school listeners who, instead of looking into our steely blue eyes, and instead, like listening to the sounds of our dulcet, sexy, sultry tones. All you, all you have to, all you have to do is head on over to anchor.fm slash muddied waters, muddied waters, anchor.fm. While you're there, you can do things like leave us messages that we will play live on the air. Come and talk to us. Come and talk to us and we will answer. Well, I guess we won't play them live on the air. No, but we'll we'll do it for you. We will still play them. It'll be live for you. (laughs) It'll be live for us and pre-recorded for you. Much like your messages for us. Wow, yeah. It's like in the past, they were doing stuff for us that was live, but it was pre-recorded for us. Now we're turning back on them. It's pre-recorded for us, but live for them. How do you like that? Or you can subscribe. <laughs> or you can subscribe for the cost of two lattes a month. Or wow. one with the new inflation prices. <laughs> <laughs> because I paid $8 for a drink the other day and it made me Jesus. cry. Wow. But Joe Biden can taste my frustration. Um, <laughs> did That's you hear that? No. He said, I can taste your frustration. He can also take your child and rub the child, put the child's head under the pool water and rub it up against (laughs) his leg hairs. His legs. To make them stand up. He said that too. He did. He did say that. Or you can find this in every other episode at muddiedwatersmedia.com. Come well, so that com- is. You can finish. Oh, I was just saying that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow uh, there is no writer's block because we are going to be doing the muddied Zoom, and then on Friday. On Friday, the nineteenth. No, yeah, uh, the twentieth. On the twentieth, I don't know if Jason has anybody because it says canceled and rescheduled right on top of each other. So I don't know if he has anybody. So there's a chance that Jason Lyon and Shane Hazel are going to be talking about deregulated markets, and if not, and there's have a, a great weekend. Either that or have a great weekend, and we'll see you right back here next week. Same muddied place, but not same muddied time. Multiple muddied times across the whole week. Magic, magic. 
awaiting you all. We love you so much, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you very soon. And where we're going, we don't need roads.